Well, it appears that E. Jean Carroll is not too happy about the fact that President Trump on the CNN town hall disclosed to the world that she named one of her pets a vagina. And because everyone is so so happy and everything's crazy and there's no consequences for going after Trump, here's the latest news. Looks like she wants to double and triple dip. New tonight, a lawyer for E. Jean Carroll saying the writer may sue Trump again for comments he made during last night's CNN town hall, mocking her claim that he raped her in a Manhattan department store in the mid-1990s. I never met this woman. I never saw this woman. This woman said, I met her at the front door of Bergdorf Goodman, which I rarely go into other than for a couple of charities. This is a fake story, made up story. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. An attorney for Carroll telling the New York Times everything's on the table, obviously, and we have to give serious consideration to suing Trump again. It comes as Trump officially filed his appeal in the $5 million jury decision that found that he sexually abused and defamed Carroll. Another lawsuit against Trump. Everything becomes absolutely meaningless. Uh, by the way, folks, it wasn't just Eugene Carroll who was upset and didn't like the CNN town hall. Uh, Anderson Cooper yesterday had a very weird opening monologue on his show, literally telling his audience he understands that they never want to watch CNN again just because they had a town hall with President Trump. What a crazy world this is, folks. Absolute bat crap crazy. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions and predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. It was disturbing. But Corrine Jean-Pierre and Biden and the press spewing lie after lie after lie every day to cover for the Biden regime, which is an illegitimate regime because... President Trump is not lying. The elections of 2020 were stolen. And that is why he was on the stupid, dumbass CNN town hall in the first place, because he should be in the Oval Office, not on the CNN town hall. But really, I mean, is, is that how, how, how delicate snowflakes are? That they can't possibly stand the idea of President Trump, who is the front runner for the primary in the Republican Party for the 2024 nomination for President of the United States, they're offended by a newsmaker being in the news and being able to express himself? Um, what about uh, innocent until proven guilty? That's what they want us to believe about Biden and Hunter and, and that whole mess. Anyway, we it's a waste of breath. We know how partisan uh, CNN and the Democrats and how how easily, easily offended they are. So this is actually kind of a, a funny, humorous, and entertaining breakdown. Not breakdown like I'm breaking down 
an analysis, but an actual breakdown and meltdown by Anderson Cooper over the simple fact that Trump was allowed to be on CNN and that hurts their little sensibilities. It was disturbing to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug, an adjective he used many times to describe black men and call Caitlin Collins, the moderator, nasty, which is what he calls any woman who stands up to him. It was disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy on January 6th. And it was awful to hear him spread ridiculous lies about the election. And it was certainly disturbing to hear that audience, young and old, our fellow citizens, people who love their kids and go to church, laugh and applaud his lies and his continued defamation of a woman who, according to a jury of his peers, he sexually abused and defamed. As good a job as Galen Collins did trying to fact check him, it is impossible to fact check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Isn't that rich? Coming from Anderson Cooper and CNN. <laughs> now, many of you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak, and I understand the anger about that. Giving him the audience, the time, I get that. But this is what I also get. The man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night, that man is the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. And according to polling, no other Republican is even close. If CNN were honest, if Anderson Cooper were honest, he'd also let you know that he is beating Joe Biden, not just leading the Republican Party in the primaries, but in every matchup I've seen between him and Biden, he's beating Biden. So they make it seem like it's your fringy, church-going, Christian, gun-toting Republican friends and family and co-workers and flatmates and neighbors and what have you. This small fringe of ultra-maga. Not realizing that a majority of people are going for Trump over Biden. Once again, they did in 2022, uh, excuse me, in 2020 as well. They did in 2022, T-O-O. But we know, of course, why President Trump isn't in the White House. Just in case you missed the news flash, it is not fake news. 2020 was, in fact, rigged. And that's why we have Basement Joe in the Oval Office. That man you were so upset to hear from last night, he may be president of the United States in less than two years. And that audience that upset you, that's a sampling of about half the country. They are your family members, your neighbors, and they are voting. And many said they're voting for him. Now, maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen again. Some investigation is going to stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. Or maybe you're just too busy because, I don't know, inflation has eaten away at your savings and your income. Interest rates are high, so you're getting choked by credit card debt. High mortgage prices, if you can even afford to buy a home now, rent going up, and you're losing your job to illegal aliens if you are on the working class or the working poor or the poor. You know, things are just overall miserable, and so you're so worried about just surviving and and maybe just hadn't noticed President Trump because, you know, you're just living uh, your life and trying to survive and you don't live in a D.C. bubble like the CNN folks who are Democrat Party and Biden psychophants. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. 
He hasn't changed, and he is running hard. You have every right to be outraged today and angry and never watch this network again. But do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? Interesting take, Anderson Cooper. Maybe just maybe CNN didn't make a mistake. Maybe they did the right thing when it comes to, oh, not just fairness and actually reporting, even though Caitlin Collins was ridiculous. But maybe they did the right thing, oh, I don't know, as a business move. For instance, this is what President Trump truthed out after the the day after the town hall. People are criticizing CNN for giving me a forum to tell the truth. I believe it was a very smart thing that they did with sky-high ratings that they haven't seen in a very long time. It was by far the biggest show of the night, the week, and the month. The radical left screamed, take it down, take it down during the show because they saw that I was making so many important points on the border, energy independence, the Afghanistan catastrophe, inflation, the economy, Russia, Ukraine, and so much more. Many minds were changed on Wednesday night by listening to common sense and sheer brilliance. <laughs> Gotta love President Trump for going out there and knowing how to market himself and his pure brilliance. If you watched the, uh, the town hall, the whole thing, what were your thoughts? Uh, put it down below. All right. Well, one of the reasons why, of course, this is happening is because we had a stolen election of 2020. We had stolen elections and 2020. And in that vein of investigating, we have James O'Keefe, formerly of Project Veritas, the organization that he himself uh, started. Now part. Uh, now he is the O'Keefe Media Group. He had a citizen journalist. Well, let me just show this to you. This is uh, a citizen journalist saying that Maricopa County election director Ray Venezuela told the citizen journalist how to abuse the ERIC voter registration system to vote multiple times. This is definitely worth a watch and or listen. Pay attention. OMG, O'Keefe Media Group. Look at my conversation with Bernaldo. Three hours later and I'm like, holy what time is it? A citizen journalist was at the bar at the Center for Election Innovation and Research Conference in Washington, D.C., and spoke with this man, Ronaldo Valenzuela, Director of Elections, Maricopa County, Arizona Recorder's Office and Elections Department. And the citizen journalist heard him tell her how to vote twice. I had an opportunity to visit the Hilton and Spy Museum for the election integrity conference and I happened to sit down by Ronaldo or Ray Venezuela. He's the director at the election integrity in Maricopa County, Arizona. I asked him if you were to do it, how would you do it? And he says, Oh, I'll tell you what I would do. Everybody's got the Eric system except some states. So what I would do is I would go, I would move from an Eric state to a non-Eric state. You'd never find me, you'd never match up, and you'd never be um, eliminated for your two votes. Otherwise, when you have your name in one state that's not an Eric state, and your name in an Eric state, well, it just so happens that you can vote twice. And so 
I was hoping to capture that information on my phone. I actually looked at my phone to make sure that I was recording and oh my goodness, you have to check it like every 15, 20 minutes, make sure it's running. My equipment didn't uh, quite make it because I have a million photos on my phone. It just didn't happen. And then you went back in and how many more subjects did you um, engage? There were three more subjects and we just, you know, kicked up a conversation. I think Bill Gates was there, um, a couple other individuals that's running the conference. What motivated you to want to become a citizen journalist and come out here and volunteer with OMG? For the last five years, I have been nothing but a truth warrior. And I'm a like a Tucker Carlson fan. I'm a James O'Keefe fan. Oh, darn. I was hoping she would say and a BCP fan. <laughs> That's just my ego talking. Once again, folks, thank you so much for subscribing to this show. We really appreciate it. And it's like exposing the truth and being able to uncover what's really going on. And you get to the source and you try to figure out, you know, what's up. I'm a patriot and I love my country <laughs> and I'm going to do everything I can to save it. Bravo to that citizen journalist who volunteered to save America. Now, folks, another person that has been on a mission to save America, or at least free speech, is Elon Musk, who bought Twitter. That's why it's very confusing and very disconcerting what happened today. Let's start off with a tweet from Elon Musk yesterday. Excited to announce that I've hired a new CEO for X Twitter. She will be starting in approximately six weeks. My role will transition to being executive chair and CTO, chief technology officer, overseeing products, software, and systems operations. Okay. And then today, uh, he confirmed the rumors that it was Linda Yaccarino that would be the new CEO of Twitter. I'm excited to welcome Linda Yaccarino as a new CEO of Twitter. He tweeted this morning. She will focus primarily on business operations while I focus on product design and new technology. Looking forward to working with Linda to transform this platform into X, the everything app. Now, if, if you're not uh, fam familiar, the reason why it's called X Twitter is because Elon Musk talked about buying Twitter because he wants to have the X, the everything app. It would be like, I think at Weibo or WeChat over in China where it is your video, you, you watch video on it, you are able to, you know, tweet and, and, and communicate. You're able to shop on there. So it's like an eBay and a Facebook marketplace, but you can actually do the purchases on the application and you can video chat and you can do everything. That's what he wants uh, to happen. And now we know that it's this Linda Yaccarino, uh, which of course... People uh, were not happy about that. Cat turd said, Elon Musk, the woke mind virus is a threat to the world. Also, Elon Musk, I just hired a far left loon deeply infected with the woke mind virus to run Twitter. Twitter 2.0 was fun while it lasted. Get ready for it to suck again. Now, I don't know anything about 2.0 being fun while it lasted because I was never back on Twitter. I never got to experience Twitter 2.0. Look. Oh, your account is <laughs> your account. You can see it there. It says right there. Every time I try to like something, I'm 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 unable to do it because my uh, uh, my account is suspended. So, anywho, also Robbie Starbuck. I encourage everyone uh, to give her a chance. 
So there were some people coming out uh, in her defense. I encourage everyone to give her a chance. She's followed, uh, she followed me at Libs of TikTok and Jack Posobiec for years. She may be more complex than her buyer tells you. I understand being uh, trepidatious about anyone who's associated with the WF, but let's World Economic Forum. But let's give her a chance. The WF notoriously attaches themselves to people who don't know the dark side of WEF's vision by dangling the prospect of influencing very powerful people. Elon is very responsive to feedback, so if things go wrong in the wrong direction, I expect to listen to the people of Twitter, but I think we owe it to him to give her a chance. There's obviously something he likes about her. I'll reserve judgment until she gets to work. I try to be an optimist, so I'm hoping that they make Twitter even better together. Well, I'm not an optimist because, damn it, Twitter still hasn't let me on. Other folks, I think this tweet most conveys how I feel. I will have to be convinced. Currently, I am extremely skeptical. Her own words and actions are on record, and it's not good. And then someone said, and welcome back the shadow bands of conservatives and anyone who does not bow to the trans agenda. Now, this is why. Who was Linda Yaccarino, the World Economic Forum Aligned exec Elon Musk hired as Twitter CEO? And it has this big breakdown of her and her being in the WEF. But I think Mario Nuffel had a, did a good job here in breaking down who she is. Linda Yaccarino, potential new CEO for Twitter, is an executive at NBC Universal and holds a position at the World Economic Forum. Last month, during an interview with Elon, Yaccarino encouraged him to allow advertisers to have influence on the platform. Musk disagreed, saying that it was wrong for advertisers to try to shape Twitter's content. Yaccarino persisted, requesting the reinstatement of an influence council for advertisers to regularly interact with Twitter's leadership. Musk expressed concern that this could lead to public backlash. Before her potential role as Twitter CEO, Yaccarino had various positions at NBC Universal, including chairman of global advertising and partnerships. While I understand everyone's concerns after reading the above, I want to point out a few important points. Working at the World Economic Forum doesn't immediately make you part of the establishment. Is every politician evil? Every banker greedy? No. I'm a retired banker. Does Not every banker is greedy. But there are certain organizations that are aligned with greed and elitism and not looking out for the everyday average person. I don't mean looking out like in a socialist way, but in a capitalist way where they're not trying to crush and just uh, not having undue influence over politicians and the economy or what have you, where greed and power is at the center of their philosophy. If done right and without influencing free speech, communication between Twitter and the advertisers is a positive. Elon can fire a CEO if they don't live up to his expectations. Having said all this, what, do you think she is the right person for the job? And then there's this video. And in this video, which is from MMA's Miami event 2023 last April, that has surfaced online, it features Linda Yaccarina persuading Elon Musk to implement content moderation on his platform, something that he's against. And this was just last year. During an interview with Elon, Yaccarino encouraged him to allow advertisers to have influence on the program, on the platform, excuse me. So you've got a massive platform. You have a vision that is a spectrum of just daily open source conversation and they can conduct their lives, their business, their commerce, whatever they can do on their your platform. That's a pretty big vision, but in the middle should be advertising opportunity. But they need to feel that there's an opportunity for them to influence what you're building, she added. So yeah, what she said last year is not really ingratiating me to her, saying that advertisers should have influence on and shape 
what is being said on Twitter. Obviously, that would make good financial sense, but not good free uh, free speech sense, as we have already seen. I want to be specific about influencing. It's more of an open feedback loop for the advertising experts in this room to help develop Twitter into a place where they will be excited about investing more money, product development, ad safety, content moderation. That's what the influence is, said Yaccarino. Musk said it was inappropriate for advertising to try to influence what appears on Twitter, saying it would be a a diminishment of freedom of speech. Yet he hired her. Isn't that curious? I think it's totally cool to say that you want to have your advertising appear in certain places on Twitter and not in other places, but it's not cool to say what Twitter will do, and if that means losing advertising dollars, we lose it. But freedom of speech is paramount, Musk responded. And that was in that interview last year. Yet he hired the person that was pushing back several times in this interview against uh, Musk when he was defending free speech over having advertisers being able to influence what's on the platform. Now, here are some other things that have resurfaced. One from 2020 in which Linda Yaccarino praised Jeff Shell and Brian Roberts at NBC for taking the right steps to fight social, social justice and equality and she commended her company's progress in hiring 50% of women and 50% people of color. Hey, hire 50% of women and 50% people of color if those are the best people for the job, not to fill a quota. And then Max Berger pointed this out, and I think we'll end here. Linda Yaccarino, the woman who is reportedly the new CEO of Twitter, follows people like Jesse Waters, Ron DeSantis, the Babylon Bee, Georgia Maloney, Cat Turd, Vivek Ramaswamy, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Lynn Wood, Sidney Powell, Jack Posobiec. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Sidney Powell is back on or still on Twitter, but they still have denied me reinstatement on the platform. They really hate black conservatives, or at least they do this one. Also follows Rich Grinnell, Tim Scott, and Mike Pompeo. So, and also, um, very interesting, she was also a Trump administration appointee to the President's Council on Sports, Fitness, and Nutrition. So what are your thoughts, folks? What are your thoughts about the new Twitter CEO? Curious? Put your thoughts down below. We'll be back. Ciao, goodbye. God bless.